Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Wednesday, March the 15th, 2023, at 2.23 p.m. Central Time. Okay, is this on? Test one, two, three. Is this on? Okay, okay. I think the microphone is on. I, I, I'm not so sure anymore because I'm not sure I remember how to do this. Do, does anyone remember how this is supposed to work? Does anyone? I, I feel like it's been a year since I've been sitting in front of this microphone. And I I, I don't know if I remember how to do this. Do, do you remember how to listen? Because I'm not sure I remember how to broadcast. But But here I am. It feels weird. It feels like it's been so long. Uh, so many different things have occurred. I'm not going to go through everything. Obviously, a lot of you know I was dealing with a medical situation that greatly hindered doing live broadcasting. It greatly hindered even doing church services. Um, it's It's been a very a frustrating time. But here I sit, and now I have that It's that awkward feeling. It really is. I can't explain it. When you're broadcasting all the time, you kind of get into a flow. You get into a rhythm, and it just seems natural, right? Any time of the day, you just, well, you just walk up the stairs to the studio. You go live, and you just talk. And then after there's a gap for any reason, you sit back down, and it feels like, on one hand, it feels like you're just starting for the first time. So there's an excitement, but then you're like, well, wait a minute. What do I want to do? Because you feel like that everything you do now is so broken and separate from all of your previous broadcasts. It's almost like you're starting a brand new podcast. But in reality, you're not starting a brand new podcast. But that gap just at least makes me feel like, okay, well, how do we how do we how do we do this? But here we are and I'm going to do my very best. Now, I don't know if you remember this. I guess this is part of the reason that I was so hesitant to go live this afternoon is I don't know if you remember, but I have done some broadcast in the past, you know, those years and years ago. Okay, maybe not. Okay, probably in the month of March, I've done some podcasts and a number of them probably over the years where I raised the question or raised questions, I should say, about the church. Like, what, what, what do we really get from church? What, I mean, what are we doing? And recently I did a, broad, a podcast, a live broadcast, where I talked about how much money the, the church at large brings in every single year in the United States of America, and it was in the billions. Every single year in the United States of America, the church at large, just you take all the churches together, they bring in well over billions of dollars, right? I think it was like $146, $125 billion the church brings in, in general, every single year here in the United States of America. I don't think those were global numbers. I think that was just for the United States of America. And whenever I think of any church, and I think of all the money that goes in to keeping the doors open, keeping the lights on, paying for the building, paying for the facility, paying for the staff. In fact, that study that I did cite in a previous broadcast talked about that, I think well over, I think it was 71, 72% of all money that comes into a church goes directly into paying the staff and for the building, for the facilities. And I'm like, 
That's a lot of money. Think about the, the budget of an average church. And I'm like, so if you think of all the money and all the, the activities going on there, you sometimes have to ask yourself, what are people really getting for all of that money? Are they getting in-depth teaching? Are they really growing spiritually? What are they really getting? And I've talked about this in the past. I've done podcast episodes where I've asked the listener to tell me, give me the three or four things that you think has contributed the most to your spiritual growth. And I never, uh, when I ask that question, and even people who hear that old broadcast and still will respond today by emailing me at newsif at yahoo.com, even to this day, I still have yet to receive one email that said the church, the local church. Every email is, from podcasts or from books or from this. And it's like, wait a minute, where? So you're telling me that nobody out there contributes, states the church as the number one source of their spiritual growth? So what are people getting when they go to church? What are they getting? What are they really, really getting? And I, something to me, I, I, and I know I'm, I'm not supposed to question it, but I just, and I know I'm looking at it from an extremely pragmatic point of view, and I accept that and I acknowledge that. And I know that we can't always judge things based off pragmatism. I understand that. But when you think of all the money, all the time, all the effort, all the drama, everything that goes on and keeping the local church going and operating, sometimes you just have to ask yourself, what are we doing? What are people actually getting with all the money and all the time and all the effort? What what, what are we really doing? What are we really getting? Because I... I, I I know, 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 I should not say this. I know, but I have to because this is, I have to share my experience because, I mean, it's my podcast. If I'm going to share a perspective, it has to be from my vantage point, right? So here is my vantage point, okay? So um, I, if, if you look at the average, the cost for me to go live on, the, on all the platforms that we do, to have the theologycentral.net uh, website, to, to have everything that we have, all right, I'll, I'll just if you take everything that we put together and, and we put out almost 900 episodes a year. So 900 episodes a year, that's a lot of content. And if you look at how much it costs for us to be on all the different platforms we are, we're talking about $200 a month, $200 a month for us to be able to produce about 900 episodes a year, talking about everything from doctrine, theology, uh, about what's going on in the world, doing Bible studies, sermons, everything that we do is about $200 a month. $200 a month. There isn't a church on the planet that could probably stay open bringing in $200 a month. Yeah, they don't produce anywhere near the content. Now, I know this is a very practical way of looking at it. You may say, well, their content is far superior to yours. Th that's okay, but I can guarantee you it's a lot, lot less. And then you take into consideration that many pastors are preaching sermons that they buy. We did an entire mini-series on a, a website that sells sermons, and then we listened to sermons preached, or at least a one sermon preached at a church where they bought that sermon, and it was almost verbatim that they were just reading a sermon they bought. And you're like, so wait a minute, all the money that goes into keeping that church operating, and the only thing they're getting is a pastor who simply buys sermons and basically reads them to them? Like, it makes no sense to me. And I know, and, and I know again, that I'm not supposed to 
to, 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 to call into question any of this. I'm supposed to just go along with it, right? You, you, because if you, if you rock the boat, then it usually backfires on you. But I, this is something I've just become more and more bothered by. And I, I can't say that 2023, a, a certain theme has emerged, but one theme that seems to be reoccurring in a lot of my discussion, yes, we've been talking a lot about law and gospel. Yes, we, we've been talking about baptism in the early church. Uh, yes, we've been working on Bible study exercises. But something that just keeps bothering me is what the local church, what are we, what are we really doing? What are we really accomplishing? And, and, and I just have so many questions, and I'm just disturbed and bothered by so much of it. Because when you start figuring out how much money it takes to, to maintain a church, and then you look at what people are actually getting from it, I'm not so sure. And then many churches, what is even more bizarre is not only are you spending all of that money for the facility and for the staff, then many of those churches then say, hey, 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 on a Tuesday night or a Thursday night or a Friday night, we're not even going to meet within these facilities that we're spending all of this money to maintain. We're going to do small groups and everyone will meet in homes and small. And so then the teaching is not only not happening in the building you're paying all that money for, then this teaching is decentralized and then sent to individual homes where the, the, the staff that you're paying all that money for, they're not even doing the teaching. <laughs> so the building you're paying for is not being utilized and the staff you're paying for is not doing the teaching. What, what is going? I like that. I don't know. I think any reasonable person would go, wait, 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 we need a, a cost. What is it called? A cost benefit analysis here. We need like, we're spending this money. What are we really benefiting from? What are we really getting? And I, I keep thinking about this, and I don't say I have all the answers, but just about 30 minutes ago, 45 minutes ago, I saw this article that was published on Friday, March the 10th, 2023, right? Here is the headline. And uh, this is what I want you to focus on today. And I'm putting this in the Today's Focus podcast series because I want you to focus on this and I want you to think about it. I think this raises lots of questions, but I also want you to do a little research on it for yourself. And not only that, for me, help me out here, all right? Here, here is the headline. Right Now Media. Now, right now is all is put together. It's not two separate words. Right Now Media, a path into the dangerous world of contemporary evangelicalism. Now, when I first saw this, I'm like, okay, right now media is a path into the dangerous world of contemporary evangelicalism. So my initial thought was, ooh, let's see what, what this dangerous world of evangelicalism is. But then I stopped and go, wait a minute. I don't really care about the dangerous world of contemporary evangelicalism as much as I can, as much as I'm interested in what is this right now media and how is this being utilized in churches? What is this? So let's read a little bit of this article and then I'm, pro I'm probably going to take this in a different direction. They're worried about the theological content of right now media. I'm more interested in right now media itself, all right? But right now, all again, run together, right now media. What I'm going to want for you to do today is focus on right now media its purpose, its existence. Do you know of churches using it? How is it being utilized? What do you think about it? Do you think this is a good thing? Do you think this is a bad thing? Let's learn a little bit about it. Here we go. 
Right Now Media advertised itself to pastors as the world's largest library of video-driven Bible study resources used by more than 24,000 churches, schools, and organizations. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, so Right Now Media is the largest library of video-driven Bible study sources used by more than 24,000 churches, schools, and organizations. Now, I didn't care about the schools and organizations. I cared about the church. So, so wait a minute. So a church is utilizing a library of Bible study resources. Now, my first thought was, well, wait a minute, Bible study resources, is this like, is this going to be like Greek and Hebrew tools? Uh, you know, uh, is it going to be commentaries? Is it going to be reference tools like dictionaries? I'm like, well, wait, no, it's not going to be that. It's, it's, a, it's a video-driven Bible study resource. So no, 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 no. This is not going to be, hey, church, hey, church we're going to be using this thing called Right Now Media, and it provides you all of these tools so that you can use for your study. No, no, no. It sounds like what this is going to be, hey, church, we're going to be using this thing called Right Now Media so that when you go home, you can listen to people teach the Bible to you. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, you're the church. Why wouldn't you be providing the teaching for the people? No, 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 no. We're going to use this library. Okay, well, how much does it library cost? Let's find out. Here we go. Right now, media advertise itself to pastors as the world's largest library of video-driven Bible study resources used, more than, used by more than 24,000 churches, schools, and organizations. A church membership gives the members access to thousands of inspirational videos anytime, including kids' content. So the church pays the money, and then the people can go home and then get all of the Bible study they need, and the church doesn't have to do anything to provide it. They don't have to study. They don't have to teach. They don't have to broadcast. They don't have to hold an extra service. They don't need that. No, 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 no. Hey, guys, you pay us all of this money to be the staff. You pay us all this money for this building. But what we're going to do is we're going to spend money so that you can sit at home and get all the Bible study you need from this, well, secondary resource, from this third-party resource. It seems odd to me, all right? It seems odd to me. Let's, let's continue reading a little bit about this. That which is advertised as a spiritual help and blessing is actually a window into the very dangerous world of modern evangelicalism, a world filled with heresy and ecumenical path to the greater church, which is nothing less than the end times one world church. All right. Now, um, there's a lot. They, they list a lot of the people named uh, on this, this that they provide. They provide videos by J.D. Greer. Uh, Max Lucado, Andy Stanley, Francis Chan, Matt Chandler, Tony Evans, Bruce Wilkinson, John Perkins, uh, Mark uh, Batterson, Ed Stetzer, Joseph Stahl, Erwin uh, um, McManus, John Piper, Henry Cloud, Gary Smalley, R.C. Sproul, and David Platt. So it's an ecumenical just... I don't know what you call it. It's a, just a... It's just a... 
just a large mess of different kinds of teaching all put together in Right Now Media. So basically, hey, guys, you can go home and you can listen to anyone right here. We're going to pay money so that you can have access to it. It's just a... I was going to say a soup, but it's a, it's it's more like, I guess, a casserole where you just grab everything you can find and throw it into a dish and say, here's what we're going to, here's all the leftovers we have. But in this case, I won't call them leftovers, but just here's a, a little bit of this and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You can go from Francis Chan to John Piper to Henry Cloud. You can just, here you go. Let's just mix a little bit of this. And now, ladies and gentlemen, go home and watch whatever you want, whatever you want. Some of it may be good. Some of it may be bad. We don't care. Just go watch it. Now, they go in to talk about how this is, that a lot of this stuff is just really, really bad, right? That um, that there's just all kinds of things here that are, are that it's just basically ecumenicalism on steroids. It's just, you know, forget theological distinctives. Forget everything. And it seems that the desires that the church wants to provide the people, the spiritual food, I guess the church can't provide. So here the church really is, if you think about it, the church is paying to get a subscription to outsource the spiritual feeding of the people. It's almost like the church is saying, hey, guys, we know you need spiritual nourishment and food. We can't provide it here. But look, we've got a service that you can go home now and access. So I started doing a little research about right now media, right? Or, or, well, not just a little research. I haven't done much. So, so let's make sure we understand that this is all just, this is all happening in real time. But I looked up rightnowmedia.org and you, you should look it up right now if you can. Rightnowmedia.org. Rightnowmedia.org. Right now, one of the things you're going to get, a thing that's going to pop up is they're trying to sell you a guide to how to do small groups. Okay. Which once again, I think small groups in many cases is outsourcing spiritual growth to a third party. It's just find someone in the church who will lead a small group. The staff you're paying for is not doing it. Someone else is. So I think that there's a problem, but I'm going to X off that. Now, as soon as you go to right now, media, you've got this um, this big full screen video playing in the background. It's got all these people teaching. It's got, you know, there's Matt Chandler, there's JD Greer, there's Tony Evans. You'll, you'll know many of the names. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's well-made. So, you know, it looks, it looks good. You, well, you may think you may have your criticisms of it. And then it says a streaming library of more than 20,000 Bible study videos for leaders to share with their people. Now, please note, Hey, 20,000 videos that the pastor can share with the people. Now, I don't know if they just get, if you, if you as a church member, they give you a code and you just have access to all 20,000, or is it just the ability for the pastor to say, hey, we're going to use this video to supplement his own teaching? Is it going to be used in small groups? There's a lot of questions. Can people just go home and log in and watch whatever they want so that they're literally are outsourcing spiritual growth? I don't know. I know this. Um, if you look to the right... You'll see three lines, and I'll give you your drop-down menu. First, you have preview. Preview. Um, here we go. Let's just go books of the Bible. All right. Uh, now, if you go books of the Bible, here we go. We have the books of the Book of Romans, Part One. J. D. Greer. All right. It comes with a. Um, oh, hang on. I'm going to go back. I'm going to. I'm going to try to see here. Um, it says, "Watch now." 
I'm going to try to watch now. Comes with a free study guide. All right, here's the trailer. Here, there's a trailer. It's J.D. Greer looking at the Colosseum in Rome. I want to welcome you to the study of what many regard to be the most important book ever written on the Christian faith, the book of Romans. Filmed on location right here in Rome at locations that are very important to... Now, it's well done video, well done video. And it's a free study guide too. So this is this for the church to go, hey, hey guys, for Sunday school, we're going to have, we're going to show the video for, um, on the book of Romans by J.D. Greer. Is, is that what happens? So in other words, really the church just becomes the place that buys the material to facilitate the growth. So the people who are growing, they're not growing because of the local church. They're growing because the local church now outsources spiritual growth to third parties. That, that's what it feels like to me. All right. So um, now it says get access. All right. Um, Okay, well, th- th- right now, that doesn't help me. Pricing, here's the pricing. All right, one subscription, unlimited access for everyone in your ministry. All right, if your church has uh, under 100 people, if your church has under 100 people, well, you, you've got to, they won't tell you how much it's gonna cost, <laughs> I guess. Uh, let's see here, get started. No, you gotta try to sign up. Okay, I'm going to hit next. I'm going to see if they're going to give me a price here. Oh, no, no. they want information so they can probably contact me. Okay, well, maybe I'll do that later. If you're, uh, here we go. If, it, if your church is over 100 people, okay, if, you're, if your church has over 100 people, it will cost you $154.99 per month. The church will be paying $154 a month. Well, basically $155 a month. $155 a month to provide to their people Bible study videos where people are actually teaching the Bible. So the church is like, hey, I know we're paying all of this money for our facilities. We're paying all of this money for our staff, but our staff really cannot produce material. So we got to pay someone else to produce the material for us. Then I guess maybe Sunday school, they show the videos, maybe small groups. I don't know. It would be interesting to know how this is utilized. If your church has over 200 people, it's $209 a month. And if your church has over 351 people, it's $274.99 a month. All right. And then if you have a a small ministry, well, you have to, they they won't give you prices. They won't give you prices. All right. Here's what you get in uh, and all the plans. You get an extensive resource library, right? With Right Now Media, you get exclusive access to our library of over 20,000 biblically-based videos. You get watch over 2,000 kids' shows, so you know kids' ministry is going to turn into, hey, kids, thanks for coming to church. Now let's watch a video. Yay, 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 because, you know, kids couldn't stay at home and watch a video. No, of course not. The church, they got to come to a church where they're paying money. It, it's okay. All right, here we go. Um, or the parents are paying money. Right now, media originals, which are original studies, including beautiful, cinematic, Bible teaching, uh, uh, only available on right now media. 
Uh, customizable library, custom channels and pages that feature the content that you want front and center and hide content you don't. So you can, I guess the pastor can go in and hide any of the content maybe they don't want their people to see. So that may protect them from the bad doctrine. But once again, this is all being set up by the church outsourcing. They're not the ones feeding the people. Supposedly, it's relevant, trustworthy teaching, but again, according who, who makes the determination if it's trustworthy teaching? You can stream anytime, anywhere. Right now, media available on all your favorite streaming devices at home, in your small group, or on the go. All right? Um, okay, I, they keep wanting me to sign up. I don't want to sign up right now. I'm just trying to broadcast about you. Um, what is right now media? Uh, let's see here. Their mission. Our mission is to work with the global church to inspire people to love others before self and Christ above all. Oh, doesn't that sound good? Our our mission is to work with the global church to inspire people to love others before self and Christ above all. No, your mission is to get the church to pay you lots of money so that these people who produce the Bible teaching can be paid for producing the Bible. It's just it's just a business. You're there to say, hey, church, you need help. Here we are. We can provide you the good teaching because you can't provide the good teaching, I guess. I guess. I, I, I don't know. All right, let's, let's see what else we can learn here about their, uh, their customer stories. Oh, here we go. Here we have customer stories. All right. Uh, this is what their customers have to say. All right. I'm going to read. Uh, I'm going to read this one. I'm just going to read one. Here we go. Let's, maybe we can get an idea. All right, Catalyst Church in Evansville, Indiana, serves over 100 people in their congregation, led by senior pastor David Whitmore. In 2013, Catalyst Church subscribed to Right Now Media as they were working on ways to improve their small groups and to resource their missionaries they support. Prior to using Right Now Media, their church finding high-quality biblical curriculum was expensive and time-consuming. Yeah, I know, because maybe you don't have teachers who can't just teach the Bible. I don't know, but all right, okay, here we go. The main issue our church had before Right Now Media was the cost and acquisition of curriculum. We do not know all that was available, and when we did find something we wanted to use, the content costed much more than we could afford, all right? Okay, good. Someone just said, glad you're back and, and, and going live. Well, thank you so very much. I, I, if you missed the beginning of the broadcast, I was making a joke that I don't know if I remember how to do this because I feel like I've been gone for a year, but I do feel I'm, I'm happy right now that I'm back in front of the microphone. And if you're just tuning in, we're looking at something called Right Now Media, um, where you can check out their website at rightnowmedia.org. And we're talking about how the local church, where people that all kinds of money goes in to keep the church operating really is falling into a trap of outsourcing all teaching responsibility to third parties. And I'm really confused. So right now media is a website where churches pay hundred. Well, depending on the size of the church, anywhere from like $159 a month to, I think, uh, I think the other one was close to $300 a month, depending on the size of the church so that you can give all the people in your church access to, 20,000 videos of Bible teaching because, you know, the church can't teach the people. So we're reading a story from a church in Evansville, uh, Indiana, telling about how this was so amazing and how it has helped them so much. All right. So here we go. Um, 
Catalyst Church in Evansville, Indiana, serves over 100 people in their congregation, led by senior pastor David Whitmore in 2013. Catalyst Church subscribes to Right Media as they were looking for ways to improve their small group. Prior to using Right Now Media, their church was finding high-quality biblical curriculum was expensive and time-consuming. The main issue our church had before Right Now Media was the cost and acquisition of curriculum. We do not know all that was available, and when we did find something we wanted to use, the content costed much more than we can afford. Now, again, a couple of things. First, I don't know... We use curriculum for the Bible study exercise, right? And we pay about $50 a month to give people access. If we were to up the number for more people to have access, it would cost us more money, right? It could go all the way up to, I think, $200, $300 a month for us to do that. Now, if you know anything about how I use the curriculum, you know that I am not, I don't use the curriculum curriculum like I'm following it. I use the curriculum simply to say, they want us to study this chapter of John this week. We're going to do so. Then basically 95% of my teaching has nothing to do with the curriculum. The curriculum is there simply to supplement, to give resources. So I all understand that the church wants to give resources to people to study. I'm all for that. But when you're giving them video teaching, that's... That's not being used to supplement. It's basically being used to say, hey, guys, your small group is going to be this or Sunday school is going to be this. That's not supplementing. That's basically completely, I say, neglecting your responsibility and outsourcing the teaching and feeding of God's people to a third party. And I have a major, 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 major problem with that. Since switching to Right Now Media for nearly all of their small group curriculum, see, once I knew it was going to be small groups, Catalyst Church is able to save money on small group curriculum, resource their church and the missionaries they support, and easily access biblical content anywhere from any device. The customer service and active accountability from Right Now Media has been amazing. We have contacted support uh, to troubleshoot issues. We have, we have been contacted with the uh, exact help we needed. Right Now Media provides us with data to help us increase usage among our members. Uh, so please note, basically you're like, okay, we have small groups, but we don't want our small, our small group leaders for some reason are incapable of actually doing, I don't know, Bible teaching theological training. So what we need to do is we got to give the small group leaders dun, 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 videos to show that. So everyone comes together and please note how small groups work. This goes back to my entire problem. Most small groups don't meet inside the church. So all that money you're paying to maintain those facilities and all of that staff you're paying to have on staff, all of that is negated because now small groups are occurring, not even happening within the building and not even being led by staff that you're paying for. Now some b- person volunteers to be a small group leader and then the church has to pay extra money to either give them curriculum or has to pay extra money to give them videos that they can show everyone in the small group. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. What's even the point then of having the church building? Right? I mean, think about it. Think about it. You take all of that. Just ignore all of that money, right? Just just give me the money, right? In other words, just send me the money. And I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, we have a new resource here for the Theology Central podcast. Now, for it's going to cost us $200 a month. But for $200 a month, I can now make you, all you have to do is email me and I will grant you access to all of these Bible study videos. So all we would have to do is raise the money here for the Theology Central podcast. And then I could give you access to it 
And you wouldn't have to use all of that money that goes into supporting a church. You could accomplish the same, and you could sit at home and watch the videos, and then you could tell me what you think, and then I could do live broadcasts saying, hey, this week we watched the video for Romans uh, chapter one by J.D. Greer. Let's talk about it, ladies and gentlemen, and then I could do all of the additional teaching to it. We could accomplish that here on this podcast. I, 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 I'm just, I'm baffled by this. Catalyst Church, uh, and then they, they go on. So that, that's, that's the first testimony. Now for them, the most watched adult series, the Gospel of Mark, different. Uh, and the most watched kids series, Ephesians, what is God's plan? And they've been a subscriber since 2013. So this has been around for a while. First time I've probably have come into contact with it. Let's go to another story. This story is, this is, which church is this? This is Lancaster Baptist Church. In Lancaster, Kentucky, uh, Lancaster Baptist Church in Lancaster, Kentucky, serves over 300 people in their congregation, led by Faith Life Pastor Gary Carringer. In 2016, Catalyst Church subscribed to Right Now Media as they were in search for the right material for discipleship and training. Of course, because you can't discipleship and train unless you find the material, because I guess those pastors are incapable of actually just teaching the people. I don't understand why it's like, are, are pastors and church members so incapable of saying, guys, come over to my house on Friday night and we're going to do a chapter chapter uh, survey method on Ezekiel chapter 16. There you go. Hey guys, come over to my house uh, on, on Friday and we'll do a book background method together on the Song of Solomon. Like, like anybody can teach those methods. The only thing you would need is reference tools. Bible dictionaries, Bible encyclopedias, those kinds of things. I, I, I don't understand why churches can't have people who qualified enough to be able to do that kind of thing. What is the deal? We go, oh, we got we to gotta get, because I've seen, I've been to those Sunday school classes where the Sunday school teacher is bound to curriculum and it's, it's painful. It's like, the, here's, they got their, hey, we got our, we got our quarterly here. All right. So today we're going to be studying this. And it's almost like they're just bound to each page. And it's like, can't you just st- teach the Bible? Like, what is the problem? And again, my, I want to go back to think of all uh, uh, the churches in the United States of America at large bring in over a hundred billion dollars a year of money. 71 to 72% of that money goes to supporting the salaries and maintaining facilities. They're building. All of that money goes there. And then it turns around and then the church is like, okay, guys, and here's the pastor. Okay, guys, we need Sunday school teachers. Okay, well, none of those Sunday school teachers get paid. So all of the money. So think of Sunday school. Is your Sunday school teacher a part of the paid staff? Yes or no? Now, if not, think about it. So you're, you're coming to church to get teaching where the teaching has been outsourced to a volunteer who's not even getting paid for doing the work. Where is the staff doing? I've never understood that. I'm a pastor for crying out loud. I'm teaching Sunday school for crying out loud. Nobody's taking Sunday school for me. I'm teaching it. I want that hour. And then I want the second hour. And then I want the third hour. And I want, I want every hour. 
And I don't want to teach the same thing hour to hour. I'm going to teach something different in every single hour because that's a privilege and an opportunity. Look, I've got a million spiritual issues in my life. I'm not here saying I'm better than anyone else, but for crying out loud, if I, if I didn't want to be teaching, why would I even be in ministry? And I've heard pastors say, I just couldn't do that. I couldn't teach Sunday school and Sunday morning and Sunday night. I could, I'm like, you couldn't do that? Like, what? Well, why could you not? I just wouldn't be able to, I would, I would get burned out. I couldn't prepare. Like, what, what is wrong? I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand. So, so think about even how Sunday school works. You go typically go to a Sunday school class who's someone who's not even on the paid staff, who, who in most cases they needed curriculum that they're literally bound by. They're almost reading it. I don't understand that. And then you have 15 different Sunday school classes because you got to break everyone down in all the people with blonde hair. Here's your Sunday school. All the people with brown hair come over here. Like all the people who are from this age to this age. Why do you have to segregate everything on a Sunday morning? How about everybody just come into the sanctuary and we're going to do Sunday school? Okay. Like I don't understand. I can understand the age, like children being separated. All right, someone says when they were in youth, youth ministry about 10 years ago, I unfortunately felt the need to compete uh, with the world. Yeah, well, and, and okay, no, no, that's okay, that's okay, that's okay. Um, yeah, well, in youth ministry, you definitely feel uh, the need to compete with the world because that's what you're basically taught to do. You're, you've got to entertain these kids. You, and, and you got pressure from the parents because if the kids don't like it, then they're like, hey, 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 we've, we need our kids to like church. Well, you know, how about uh, if your kid's unregenerate, why do you think they're going to like church? <laughs> how, how would an unregenerate teenager like church? <laughs> they're, they're not saved. Okay. Now, if they're saved, you would hope they would like church because they're learning the word of God. But yeah, I under, when, I, when my first job as youth minister, quote unquote, yeah, and again, it was one of those things where I was going to be working with the youth, but guess what? I wasn't part of the paid staff course not going to outsource it free free <laughs> you're giving people uh you know you're, you're you have a free staff that no one has to pay for but when i when i took over i came in and said all right we're going to be starting a verse by verse study of the book of leviticus that's what i did when i first became a youth minister i'm like we're going to go through leviticus because i was like i'm not i'm not playing I, I, and i didn't want to play the games and do all of the nonsense i was called to do still was forced to do it at least once a month but i tried not to but um it says, I felt the need to do technology and use most of the time coming up with my ideas. Looking back, it was like God was a, a supervisor that rarely came around. That, that's, that's a good way of describing it. And sadly, I think many churches, that's almost how they want to operate it. But I, I just, I, I don't even understand the whole Sunday school setup in most churches. I just don't. You're paying all this money for the building, all this money for the staff, and then Sunday school comes around, and then you've got people who are not even on the paid staff doing the teaching, and most of them are doing the teaching because the church spent a bazillion dollars to give everyone curriculum. Most of that curriculum that gets put in the hands of the average church member, they don't even use it or read it or really do much with it during the week, so it just gets tossed in the back seat, and hopefully they can find it next Sunday when it's time to come to church. And then the Sunday school teacher is bound by that curriculum, to be, and it's like the whole whole thing is just like all of the money, the time and effort. And what do people really get from it? I, I, I just don't un understand. I, I just don't understand. Um, and then they say, we currently use this church, Lancaster Bible Church or Baptist Church. 
They says, we currently use Right Now Media during various children's programming, including children's church, because we got to get the kids out of church, Sunday school, of course I knew that, youth and daycare areas, and we also use the studies for life groups. So in other words, hey, we're going to use these videos because we've got to have all of these different groups, and we've got to spend this money to get this teaching into the hands of all these people. Uh It says, through the Right Now Media Library, we're now, we now have a tool that allows us for searching through a wide variety of topics to fit the need we're looking for. We've used the men's study, Stepping Up, by Dennis Rainey, which made a big difference in the lives of the men who participate in the Bible study. Of, of course, of course, of course, of course. They, uh, oh man, I, I, I just, I don't understand this. I don't, I don't get what churches are so incapable of just having the people you pay step up and do the teaching as needed. Now, I understand that, that the person doing the teaching may need some resources. The person doing the teaching may say, hey, guys, I need, I need to buy some dictionaries. But for me, like, you know, I, I, when we spend money, we spend money that everyone in the congregation has a dictionary basically sitting on the pew. And then what I do in the teaching is have them look it up. I, I try to get the people involved in the process, but I don't need someone to pay me. I don't need to say, hey, guys, look, all of you need spiritual equipping and teaching. I can't do it. So we need to outsource it so that you can watch video. So you can come to church where there's a pay that you're paying for the building and paying for the staff. And then you can sit in a room and watch a video. (laughs) And then, and then the, the person who's supposedly guiding it just uses the material. And I bet you the study guide probably comes with a group, a, a leader's guide. And then the leader's guide just facilitates the watching of the video by asking some open ended question or some guided questions. And people People continue to spend all, give all of their money to churches to supplement this. And nobody's like, wait a minute. If we're giving all this money to the church, why doesn't the people in the church we're paying for, why don't they do the teaching? Why don't they do the equipping? I can go online and watch my own videos. I mean, look, if you need a library of thousands of things to watch or listen to, let me see here. I don't want to, I don't want to give a number that's not accurate. Uh, I don't want to give a number here. Give me one second. I don't want to give a number. Okay. Um, Sermon Audio. If you go to sermonaudio.com, they have a library of 2,464,421 free sermons. 2,464,421 sermons for free. No, nobody has to pay for anything. Well, if you need me, you could, I mean, if all you need to do is create a, a, a discord server or a blog and tell everyone in the church, Hey, this week we're going to be, I want everyone to listen to these sermons. And then you just post the ones you want everyone to listen to. You can facilitate it the same way. And that's for free. Oh, but it's got, it's not, it's not highly Hollywood produced videos. So, so I guess that maybe that's the problem. I don't know. Well, once again, even that would be outsourcing what the people need, but okay. Let's go back to Right Now Media. Let's go to another church. You see, that was, we chose two. Let's go to a third one. This is London Bridge Baptist Church. Uh, this is located in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh, 
They've been a member since 2015. London uh, Baptist Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia, serves over 1,000 people in their congregation. Exec- executive pastor Tom Armbrister launched right now uh, launched Right Now Media in 2015 to serve as the source of their small group curriculum. As, as the cost of discipleship materials increase, the staff at London Bridge Baptist Church search for a better alternative to provide enough material for all of their small groups. Once again, because small group, I, I, just the whole thing drives me crazy. The church can't seem to do the job, so they create small groups, which again, typically never meet inside the facility. You're paying all that money for upkeep to keep going. You meet in homes. You don't have the staff you're paying for actually teaching the small groups, you find a volunteer, and then the volunteer has to have curriculum that the church pays to outsource the teaching. And then the the leader here of the small group now just hits play on a video. (laughs) I don't understand. I don't understand. Not only were we having to purchase materials covering topics like marriage or parenting separately, we also had to purchase DVD players for each room. It was becoming increasingly more expensive to maintain. Now, maybe they were doing their small groups inside their building. Okay, if they were, at least then that that makes sense that, you know, for the money going to the building. Since switching to Right Now Media, simple access to high-quality discipleship materials for their members, decluttering classrooms in their church, spend less money for access to more materials, give every uh, gift every new member with access to Right Now Media. Uh, working with Right Now Media has provided us not only with the many uh, more discipleship tools, but also... Uh, but has also educated us on how to better reach individual groups and demographics. So, so there you go. Um, let's see. Is there another one? Oh, there's a lot of stories here. There's a lot. You can go read them all. You can go read them all. There's a lot. Um, go to Right Now Media, and you can watch their stories and how that this, uh, to you know, how amazing this all is. This one is in Texas. Oh, look at this. One of the challenges that we faced at Washington Avenue and what drew us to Right Now Media was the lack of many of our teachers feeling like they were qualified. So Right Now videos have been able to allow them to teach by being a facilitator and not feeling feeling as pressed to be a teacher who understands all of it. Well, if you've got if you've got people teaching in your church who are not qualified to teach because they don't feel like they know how, why are they teaching a class? In the class, bring everyone into the sanctuary and hey pastor, I know it's a shock. Maybe you step up and actually teach. I don't know. Maybe you could teach Sunday school and you could teach Sunday morning and maybe you could teach Sunday night and maybe you could teach Wednesday and I don't know. Maybe you could turn on a microphone and teach Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You can't do that because it's too hard. I'm sorry. I have no compassion for that. I don't understand. I don't look all this money goes to the church and the church can't do the job. So the church has to outsource what they're doing. Like, okay, we're going to add to our budget now $200 a month so that all of you can get the Bible teaching you need because we can't do it. We can't do it. I, I, I don't, I don't know what else to say, but I want you today for today's focus is I want you to look at rightnowmedia.org, rightnowmedia.org. And I want you to just look at it all, watch the videos. I want you to explore the site. I want you to explore everything about the site. I would, uh, if I had the money, um, I would, 
I would pay the money. If I had the money right now, I would pay the money. I would buy access and I would give everyone listening to the podcast access for a month so that we could all look at it and see what we think. But to be able to do that, I would probably have to need, I would need, I would probably need about $300. I would probably need $300 to be able to do that. So if I had $300, I would, I would sign us up and I would give everyone access and then everyone could look around and then you could tell me, well, I could see why this would be good for the church, or you could tell me wait, what in the world is going on here. But you can go look for yourself. Um, I am interested here. They do have a, a mo- the mobile app. I'm curious in the mobile app. I'm going to I'm going to install this. All right, I'm going to I'm going to do a little looking about right now, but yeah, if we had $300, I would I would sign us up for a month and then I would I would uh let everyone listening access it and then we would use it and see what we could do what we could do with it that would be good. Like I would I would look at it and say, "How could I use this from the backside?" And what benefits could I get? Because I'm being very, very critical. I've spent 48 minutes being very critical because I'm very, I'm very critical right now of just, I don't get a hundred and something billion dollars come to churches. And I don't understand what, what from a cost benefit analysis kind of perspective, all of this money goes to maintaining a staff and a building. And if you look at what people actually get from their churches, I don't believe they're really getting much for all the money that goes into making it work. And then you look at the churches are even now outsourcing what they're doing. They're like, and I, and I just, I don't get it. There's just so much of it. The whole system is broken. And, and, and I know that I'm not supposed to rock the boat, but there's got to be someone out there going, maybe we should stop and look at what we're doing and reevaluate where we are because it makes no sense to me. So I would love to look at this and just have everyone dig in with with me to see. But um, oh, see, I got to sign in. All right. Uh, let me see here. Yeah. See, I can't. I can't. If you download the app, you can't. You can't get to anything. You can't get to anything. Wow, it, they definitely have built a good, a nice looking platform. I, I would, it would be interesting to see what we could do. It would be interesting to see what we could do. But um, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe if there's a, if there's, if there's a time that I can uh, come up with 300, what I may do is do, uh, 300, announce the, be- uh, do a couple of podcasts announcing the beginning of it and then launch it and then have everyone sign up and then try things like assign training, and just see how well it could work. But once again, what we, what, you know, what we would demonstrate, what we could demonstrate is that we could all, we could accomplish all of that without all of the need for a big church building and a big staff. We could do it literally as a podcast that, uh, that we could, we could accomplish everything these churches are paying this money to accomplish. Because think about this. If you take the average, what's the average salary of a pastor? Let me look at this. Let me, let me look at this. Let's see here if I can if I can type right. 
I'm looking at something. Okay, the average pastor makes between, well, it depends on where you look. You get lots of wide, you get lots of wide range here. It says uh, the range somewhere is between eighty-five to hundred and eighteen thousand dollars a year, but some have as low as eighteen thousand to fifty-nine thousand. So it seems it's all over the place. I don't know if there's a good average, uh, but I'm just saying you're paying you're paying all of that money just just for the senior pastor. Now, if you have a staff of a secretary. The media person, you you start at that the average amount of money going to just to keep a church operating per year just for the staff. Then you add the facilities, and then they're outsourcing the actual teaching. What are you paying all that money for? But there you go. I, I would like us to do a little. But right now, you do. Ever, oh, I want you to just look up right now media today for today's focus. I know I've almost spent an hour on this. But I, I'm just I'm raising lots of questions here just about how the church operates. And I just I there's just so many questions here. So many questions. But I'll leave it there for now. There's much more I could say about this. This may spark a little bit of discussion and controversy, but I, I just there's gotta be there's gotta be a better way. There's gotta be a better way. I and I know I'm I, I'm in some ways I'm trying to I don't want you to think I'm trying to pit, say, the church against, say, podcasting. I'm not trying to do that. But I I am sometimes baffled by what a podcaster can accomplish versus what a church can accomplish with huge building, five, six, seven people on staff, and all the money that pours into maintaining that. And you look at what they actually give the people per week and what a podcaster who who was just willing to go live all the time, the difference the difference and, and 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 something just doesn't make sense to me it just doesn't make sense to me but maybe you feel different maybe you feel different you can email me news if at yahoo.com news if at yahoo.com that's news if at yahoo.com love to get your thoughts and perspective again right now media.org check it out look around see what you think and just just the next time you go to church, just ask yourself. This is what I want you to think. Or just start thinking today about your church. And I want you to think about this. You probably can get the number. What is your church's yearly operating budget? You can probably get that easy. Your church should be able to provide that for you, right? How many people are on staff that are being paid? How much goes to, and how, or look at the yearly budget and then determine how many people you're on staff and how much money, uh, how much of that budget 50%, 30%, 70%, goes to staff and how much of it goes to your building, to facilities, upkeep, electricity, all of those things, insurance, whatever. How much goes to that? And then take all of, so you take how much of your budget goes to those two things and then ask yourself how much of the teaching in the church is done by that paid staff? How much of it is done by other people, Sunday school, small groups? And then ask yourself, what are you really getting based off compared to how much money it goes to maintain that entire big organization, that entity? And then just start, just you, you, you may say, I think it's worth it. You may think I I would never change anything. I'd give, I'm going to give even more to my church. Well, that's great. I'm just challenging us to look and go, 
I, the, the whole system seems broken to me. But, but just consider how much of your teaching and, and instruction is outsourced. And I don't know if you can hear that sound in the background. As people cutting the grass here in Texas because it's like, you know, 80 degrees here today. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's lawnmowers all, all through the neighborhood. So I'm going to say, hey, I want to outsource. Come cut my grass. Okay, right, there you go. Just, just if you heard that sound in the background, you didn't know what was going on. All right, there you go. That, that's, I came back with a, I've been gone and I come back and I hit you with this for a today's focus. I didn't come back with something simple. I came back with something controversial. Maybe I should have done this for our series on I, uh, the eye on the church or eye on Christianity, whatever I call that series, uh, where I keep my eye on what's happening within the, the world of Christianity and the church. But today's focus, we'll make this a today's focus because today I want you to focus on right now media and I want you to focus on what your church is doing and how much money is coming in and what it's actually being utilized for and just make you think, what are you actually getting from it? I mean, you do that kind of thinking every day, right? You could be, hey, we're paying how much money for this streaming service? We never use it, guys. We're getting ready. Hey, we spend this much money on this? No, we got to find a better way. Well, but, but nobody ever really thinks about the church from that perspective. And I know that there could be negative ways, negative things that could arise from that way of thinking. But at the same time, something seems off to me. But that's my, my perspective. News, if at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back tonight, 7 p.m. live. Hippolytus, apostolic tradition on baptism in the early church. We will finish that up tonight, 7 p.m. We'll be broadcasting live on all the different platforms we are available on. And uh, I would love to get your thoughts on Right Now Media. Please send that to me ASAP, rightnowmedia.org. Let me make sure I got that right. Uh, rightnowmedia.org. Look it up and let me know what you think. Everyone have a great day. God bless.